Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was thinking about something for kind of the most most part of the morning here. And um it's a it's a very, very in process thought that I was having. So I figured why not why not put it on a podcast that's talking about just my, my everyday thoughts. And it's about the the book of Job that um everybody says is written scholars say that it's written by Moses, but the book of Job and specifically um, the book of Job. I know I talked about uh, the passage where um, it had uh, the devil speaking to God and, you know, God questioned him, where, where have you been? And the devil said, I'm going to and fro seeking whom I may devour. And I know I talked earlier in a, in a podcast about a person not really being uh, an adversary or an enemy if they have to give an account of their comings and goings of what they were trying to do, which I still, I still believe. And that's a, to me, it was a a very, a powerful thought when I thought about it, because it's, it's really big. It really kind of points to who, who was your real, your real enemy. If you were to say you had an enemy, if they have to give an account, but what I was thinking about today was, um, just, just in, in the response that, um, that the devil gave to God and then in the text that I've been going to and fro seeking whom I may devour. And I thought just more about that in regard to, um, it, it was, it was interesting. The choice of words I pay. I like to, I like to look into not just, you know, the words that people use, but the reasons why they use them. And a lot of, a lot of times you can, you can gauge the context of, a person's intended message by the words they use, what, what the motivations were behind the language. So, um, in, in the first part of that, where he speaks about going to and fro seeking whom you may devour that, you know, if he's, if he's looking for people who he may devour, that would indicate that there are people that he doesn't, he cannot devour, devour, which would indicate that again he's under under some sort of authority regarding the people whom he can and cannot devour so to he's not an autonomous well not autonomous he's not a um he's not a person without rules or without restrictions and restraints he has to give an answer there are people that he can and can I devour? And then I thought more about it. Well, what does the word devour mean? And I didn't look it up because I just wanted to go with just just my thoughts, just entertaining my whole thought about that whole interaction, if you will. And just to devour, the, the immediate thought was that to devour, you eat, you ingest, you make a part of yourself. And I thought about, okay, 
if I were talking about food and I was saying that I, w- I wanted to devour something, what would what would that why would I want to devour something? Why would I want to what would be something that I would want to actively devour? And I said, OK, well, if it were food, it would have to be something that either smells good, something that I've had before and it tastes good or something that looks good and something that's may or may not be good for me. I think humans are one of the few species that eat things um, that are not necessarily beneficial for them knowingly. I think other animals eat things that may not normally be on their diet as a result of uh, hunger or as a result of scarcity of their normal food supply. Then they'll they'll venture out and try different things. But I think humans are the one of the few species that'll actively go out and seek something that's not normally on their their dietary table um so just thinking about devour it would have to have one of those one of those um one of those standards had to be good good to good looking good smelling or good tasting if i've had it before previously and i thought about okay so seeking whom i may devour Seeking whom I would have, I, I, who, who I have permission, if you will, to devour. And I thought about that in regard to food because I said, well, why would someone or something want to devour something? It would, it would have to recognize, like I said, in the case of food, something beneficial about that thing that would not only, you know, in the physical sense, adds energy if it's in, you know, carbohydrates or protein or it it adds sustenance to to an individual. If I eat this food, I'll get energy to continue on to do something else. And I thought more about it and I thought, well, what if what if the point of devouring in a in a spiritual sense, I guess, would be I I want to devour this person and the reason behind that is because I recognize something in that person that they may or may not recognize or that they don't see, they don't believe fully in. So I can, if I'm able to devour this person, I can take that potential and I could transfer that to someone else, someone who does believe in me and someone who, someone who does worship me and someone who does follow what I, what I prescribe. But if I can devour this person and snuff them out and take all their potential, transfer it to someone else, then that new person will worship me because they believe the potential that I gave them is a gift when it's just really from someone else that I've devoured previously. Um, I thought about that and I, I thought that that it was it was rather insidious, I thought, because in in devouring a person, you have to be, you know, no one's going to eat spoiled meat willingly. So you'd have to be some someone you'd have to have some value even to be considered on the menu, if you will, to be devoured. So I thought more about it. And I thought, you know, I thought, like I said, I thought about it in the case of if it was to be devoured for potential. And, you know, it has to add some sort of sustenance and the sustenance would be you'll you'll be worshipped by the person you can transfer that potential to. Or, you know, if you're if you're if if you're eligible to be devoured, then the person who can devour you could then use that as leverage against you and say, I could eat you or I could devour you in whatever manner that would be 
But if you don't want to be eaten, then you do these things as a form of manipulation, blackmail. If you don't want to be devoured, then you do these things, believing that the person who has authority to devour you could end your life, believing that. Um, it's just an interesting thought I had on, on that regard. Uh, then I thought more about on just devouring in, in general. And it made me think, it made me think of, um, you know, even, even in regard to that seeking whom I may devour. So it led me to believe that this, he has a desire to devour. So he has to be under subjection because if he wanted to, if he wanted to devour all the people that were eligible for to be devoured, he could do that willingly. What I guess what I'm getting at is that if if I wanted to, and I liken it to, let's say if you were interested in, you know, you were in, you want to meet a lot of women, you want to meet, you want to date a lot of women or be with a lot of women, and if you had the potential to be with any woman that you desired you wouldn't you wouldn't pick and choose this one but not that one you would pick all the women that you wanted to have all the women who showed that they had you know something that you were interested in, a great body a great personality a great mind a great smile or a great you know a sense of humor what have you whatever the 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 prerequisites were you would want all of those women so there has to be something about the specific one that you're able to to get access to it has to be something about you know out of all the ones you want some had some something that you couldn't get past and i don't know what that is i didn't like i said i'm just going off my thoughts i didn't do any research but trust i will be after having these thoughts i'm going to do some research just for my own benefit um what the what are the standards who are the ones that can be and cannot be and what's the what's the reasoning behind that because if we're all if if they were all eligible, why would a person not want to go for all of them? There's a reason behind that. And I don't believe that in the case of women, it might be, you know, your morality might say, well, no, I'm in a relationship or I'm not in a relationship or I just don't want to be, you know, going after all these women. It's a bad look for whatever the reason. But if you take that that buffer out, there is no morality. Why would you not go after all these people? And it has to be your subjugation must be very, very intense to where you cannot pointing to in that in the description earlier that Satan cannot. There are certain people that he cannot. He does not have access to. Now, it doesn't mean because he said, I'm seeking whom I may devour. It doesn't mean that he, he can't try. It doesn't mean that he didn't have the authority to try. You can try for every last one of them, but. His goal then would be for the ones that I can who give me access, I will devour, which is interesting. It's just interesting because that points to me for something to something that I've believed for a very long time. I've always believed that there is a level of faith beyond adversity. I believe that there is a level of faith that is higher than higher than whatever adversity or whatever enemy could come to try. I believe that there is a level of faith that is so far beyond that is you don't even have to fight. They can try, but you you won't have to raise a hand to fight. It's kind of like, you know, 
it's, I guess I kind of equate it to if a person wanted to physically fight you and they could talk all they want, they could talk about you, they could curse you out and do all this and all that. They can even raise their hand to you, but they can't fight you. They can't put their hands on you. They can't physically touch you. They can't physically move you. They can't throw anything at you. They can do all these things and prepare, prepare a weapon to hit you with and prepare something to beat you up with, but they can't physically strike you with. So as long as you have the knowledge that you there's a, a level of something, we'll say faith, and because I'm using faith in this in this example, a level of faith beyond that adverse adversity, then you you kind of if you if you know that you respond differently than a person who doesn't know that and somebody's raising their fist at them, you're gonna move because you don't want to you know you don't want to get hit. But because of that, if you move now, now the person who's who's trying to attack you, if they know that there is a level of adversity, adverse, a level of faith beyond adversity, then even if they were to raise their fist at you, you know, if you don't move, then they know, OK, this is not one I can have or this is not one I can devour. But if I jump at you and you flinch, that means I can move you one way or the other. So if I if I know I still can't, you know, have you fully. I can I can jump at you and make you move towards something that I can get you later on down the road. So it's just an interesting uh, an interesting line of thought I had on on the seeking whom I may devour and it was very very interesting because I thought more about, you know, it says that the devil comes to steal, to kill and destroy and I I thought more about that and maybe I'll talk about that later on as well, but it was just interesting in regard to um the seeking whom I may devour just it, it points to a much for me, it pointed to a much fuller way to live life, knowing that there is. Yes, there is a threat on the earth. Yes, but it's only a threat for those who. Who find themselves operating at a level of faith that is low enough. To be within the realm of adversity. If the level of faith is low enough to where you can be shaken or where your faith is not strong enough and you can be easily moved, then that's that's a dangerous thing. But if your level of faith is higher than any adversity at that at the level of faith where you can you can say that you know this quote unquote enemy has to give an account to you or this 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 quote unquote enemy has to recognize that I cannot be devoured. I am off limits. I am out of out of the the range of those that you can attack. Again, you can still be threatened, but nothing can can complete that threat. So I don't it's just a, just again, it's just a, a thought I had and I'll do more research and I'll look it up and find out if I'm, you know, just talking off the top of my head or if I'm on to something that could be tangible. But it's a thought. And for me, it's worth looking into, but it's a very, very interesting passage. If you get a chance, check it out, read it for yourself. It's very, very interesting, but it said that little phrase there, just, you know, seeking whom I may devour. Well, you can look for, you know, it's kind of like I'm looking, if I'm outside looking for people to rob, there's only a certain amount of people who I can rob. Generally, that would be the people who are not aware of their surroundings, people who are not paying attention to uh, what I'm doing, people who are not who who are not on guard. So I guess, you know, 
without without doing further research. It's it's just very a very interesting story, and that's kind of what's been occupying my mind today while I'm supposed to be doing work on my job. So, uh, maybe you'll read it, and maybe you'll have some thoughts. So you can email me if you feel feel led to just have an open discussion. No right or wrong answers. Again, it's just at this moment, it's just thought, just open free thought. So that's what. It's on my mind today. You guys have a great day. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.